0: Bye. Hello. Thank you for choosing the Lackadaisical LibroCubicularist podcast. Without further delay, here is your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the Libro Cube. My name is Jordan Maywood and I am the Libro LibroCubicularist. Today, my friends, is for video games day. When you tell the friends, tell our friends, when you tell your friends about this, and I know you will, you're really going to want to hit that hurr, kind of thusly. It's going to come deep, deep from the back of the throat, hurr, video games day. Huh? You with me? You feel me? Yeah, feel me. Uh, har, ah. Something I like to say at the top of every show is that there will be spoilers, folks. Uh, I've kind of realized, actually, saying that on this particular Video Games Day perhaps is not warranted, as I'm not really going to spoil too, too much, I don't think. But still, let's just say that I did say a spoiler warning to cover my ass like so, so very much underwear. Another thing I like to say is that if you like what you hear, the only payment I ask is a million (laughs) dollars. that is ridiculous. The only payment I ask is perhaps you pass the podcast on to a friend. Perhaps you rate, subscribe, and comment in iTunes, as that is what helps others find the podcast. Oh boy, there's that voice again. I cannot help myself when I say, That's what helps others find the podcast. Let me say it normally, although it will take an effort. That is what helps others find find the podcast. Thank you very, very, uh, very much for those who have done so already. Uh, It does not go unnoticed. If you, like me, live in Canada and are listening to the sound of my voice right now, I would very, very much appreciate some Canadian ratings for... I need a certain amount for my, sort of, average to show up. It does show up in the American store, so thank you very much to the friendly neighbors to the south. Because, uh, my average rating, 5 out of 5. Hey, not, not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. My average rating in Canada, so far, is 5 out of 5. That being said, one rating is from me, and one rating is from the missus. So, thank you, third person. <sighs> Appreciate it. Although, I haven't checked in probably like a month. But still. Yeah, but still. That will take us into our last piece of podcast-related business, which is, of course, today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is a Kickstarter. Huh, kind of interesting that uh, today's sponsor is a Kickstarter. This particular, there it is again. Kickstarter is from a, uh, let me see what it says here, a B. Elzebub. Okay. Uh, it's Sort of an interesting Kickstarter in that they are not asking for money, rather are looking for souls. He has given me some tiers on his Kickstarter, depending on sort of what what percent of your soul you are willing to give. Uh, It says here if you are willing to give this Mr. B. Elzebub 25% of your soul, you will get a new car. Oh, that's pretty exciting. If you were to give him 66.6% of your soul, you would uh, attain fame and fortune on this plane. Oh, very, very interesting. Um, 100% of your soul to Mr. B. Elzebub will get you, um, what does it say here? Uh, A vacation in the fiery pits of hell where you will burn for all eternity. So... Yeah, perhaps don't do that, Tier. Interesting. Thank you to Beelzebub and Kickstarter. Very, very much appreciate it. Today, in this Her Video Games Day episode, I have three games, although these sort of fit into the category for me that quite, happen, quite often happens on Her Video Games Day in the Liber Cube, where I have not completed any of these games to 100% completion. And I do believe two out of the three I'm pretty much putting behind me at this point and will most likely not revisit. Why don't I? Uh, very rarely will I do this. I'll just run down the titles of the games so you can kind of see what I'm deal- dealing with. I don't think I've ever done this. In fact, I kind of just do them as they pop up. Uh, But uh, I'm feeling uh, like this might make sense in this case. The games are Galaga colon Legions DX. Oh boy, quite a title. Uh, The next game is... Oh shit, did I write down? I didn't write down the last game. Uh, The next game is Leisure Suit Larry Reloaded. And the last game is... uh, That I didn't write down... It's called, shit, Giant Boulder of Death. Giant Boulder, yeah. How could I forget a title like that? Okay, so uh, let's start with Leisure Suit Larry Reloaded. Why don't we? Um, I have spoke of this game on more than one occasion on the podcast in various forms and functions. Huh? No? Because this is a kickstarter game. In fact, this is the very first game on Kickstarter that has sort of fully come to fruition and has been released to the public, so that's kind of cool, and it's kind of, on one level, it's nice to be made a part of this in that a donation, although it's kind of hard to think of it as a donation just because I'm getting a copy of the game along with some other cool shit, which I will go into, um... So the money that I, quote-unquote, donated is getting me things, but it's also going towards making this game. So I got uh, a copy of the game, I got a shirt, I got uh, one of the things that, for me, is kind of amusing, a um, prophylactic, or condom, if you prefer, a Leisure Suit Larry brand condom. (laughs) And it is, I'm kind of surprised, it actually was a real functioning condom with an expiration date and everything, uh, I won't use it. <laughs> Just because, you know, it's more of a gag than a actual, factual, real condom that you would use. Although you could use it, technically. So uh, it's kind of nice to... That, that sort of feeling of... That feeling of uh, being a part of building something, right? It's nice getting the stuff. The feeling is nice. What it is sort of nostalgic feeling of this game that I played way, way back in the day on the computer, also good. Now, unfortunately, where this sort of falls flat is that the game is not great. It's probably, if I had to say, its main problem is it suffers from something I like to call, and I'm not sure, and kind of don't think I'm making this term up, but uh, point-and-click adventure logic. It is a point and click adventure game, which is not new by any means. In fact, some of the very first computer games were of this style. This one included. However, quite often a problem that these have, this one included, is that the sort of tremendous leaps in quote unquote logic that you have to make in order to solve these puzzles are just so mind bogglingly ridiculous that the only way you're going to be able to solve some, not all, of the puzzles and quests that come up in games such as this, this one included, uh, you need a walkthrough. You need to go online and say, oh, I was supposed to tickle that turkey with this chicken feather, so it laid a golden egg that inside would have a chocolate that I give to this girl. Then she that gives me the password to this door that I haven't yet seen, and just ridiculous things that no one, in, no one in their right mind would put 2 and 2 together, or perhaps 2 and 77 together, or whatever, and come up with the solutions to what you have to do to progress in these games. Really, the only way sort of back in the day, before you had internet to say, oh, what do I do now? was to literally click on every single thing that could be possibly clicked on, and it would sometimes take hours and hours and hours of just goddamn clicking pixel after pixel, combining things over and over and over again ad nauseum, and it loses its fun at that point. Back in the day, it's fun because you don't know what point-and-click adventures can be, can turn into or you don't know that things other than point-and-click adventures can exist. Which is perhaps why the point-and-click adventure has kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of gone the way of the Dodo. I suppose there's The Walking Dead is a little bit of that in its sort of core, and does it amazingly well. Which is, when you go back to a game like this, you think, oh god, why couldn't it be like this? So, hmm. Nostalgia's there a little bit, but it's not enough to make this experience enjoyable. Unfortunately, do I regret doing this Kickstarter? No, it's still uh, it's still a piece of the past that has been remade, and I got some cool shit out of it, and I like being a part of it. But would I recommend that someone play this game for the sake of playing this game? No, definitely not. Sadness. Poor Larry. Poor Larry Laffer. He's, a, he's an interesting character. I think they should... I think they could, with this character, make a good game. I think the possibility exists. I think they should shy away from trying to make it PG and just make it full-flight friggin' rated X. Maybe do live-action. Live-action Larry Laffer interactive game. Hmm. I'd play it. I'd play it. Have full-flight porn in it, though. That's what you need. Full-flight porno Larry Laffer video game. Something in there might be the title of this episode. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, next, we'll move on to Galaga, colon, Legions DX. This, sort of in the same vein as Leisure Suit Larry, is a retro game. You've probably heard of Galaga, if you are a video gamer of a certain age. Guaranteed, you played Galaga. Uh, I am of that certain age and did play. So again, this has a little bit of the nostalgia. They've upped the gameplay, they've upped um, the controls, they've upped the look and feel of it. And overall, it's pretty fun. I'd go, oh, I guess I should give my Leisure Suit Larry rating of Oh, jeez, like one or two out of five. Yeah, unfortunately. Sad to say. This one, I'll go 2 to two, uh, I'll go a solid two. Yeah. Also, not a great game. But uh, fun while I played it, so maybe some three moments. It's, uh, you know, you're in a spaceship, you're flying around, you're su- shooting other spaceships. Something cool that they did was you have the ability to sort of tweak what your ship and the enemy's ships look like. So you can kind of uh make them look like the old school Gallicish Galaga, Galaga ships, so that's kinda cool. Uh I I kinda stayed with having them look like the a new resed version of those old ships, so it'll give it a little newer feel. But uh, it's I, I like that they gave you the option anyway. It's basically when you boil it down, uh you're moving around the screen and shooting. Hmm there you go. Galaga. Hey. There are uh, ten separate stages. Each stage is broken up into five different levels. I will say that there didn't seem to be much in the way of variety, so um, I played stage one to five, and I didn't really notice much of a difference as far as Sort of the backgrounds, or the bad guys, nothing seemed to change. So I didn't have another five friggin' stages in me to play. I just didn't have it in me. It would have been more of the same. So uh, I think they could have done something there. And there never really seemed to be much in the way of bosses. Which for some reason I thought in the original Galaga, maybe I'm misremembering, there was more in the way of boss fights at the end of these long levels.
1: Which, uh, there
0: never really was in this. Yeah. You need some crazy boss battles at the end of these long levels, or else what's the point? It's just one long, friggin' giant, drawn-out... ...level. Okay, so, <laughs> we're not doing too good, are we? Last game... ...has the best title, I think, of the three. It is Giant Boulder of Death. This, if you listen to my review not too, too long ago called, uh, on another herfio Games day, of, for a game called Ridiculous Fishing, it is so sort of close feeling and looking to that game that perhaps I should have looked and done a little research but I think they might be from the same game makers it is, you are a giant boulder of death no less it's for the iPhone, uh, possibly for Android, for you can get it for your iPad you play a giant boulder whose the quote unquote story is that you're on top of this giant again giant pointy mountain within a nearby village is a is another boulder that apparently is a female boulder that you are in love with the people of this village crack this female boulder open and make a statue you are upset by this fact, so decide to get your revenge by tipping down the side of this mountain and then rolling through the fields and towns, and perhaps, I haven't reached final levels yet, cities of these people who buss up your Lady Boulder friend. So definitely has going for it the fact that I've never played a game like this. Actually, perhaps it has a little bit of a super monkey ball feel, just in the sense that you're a ball and you're controlling your movement on a screen, that's kind of where it leaves off. But you're running over people, you're running over trees and houses, and as you progress more things appear that you can run over. You're avoiding spiked walls as well as spiked balls, and uh, along the way you collect coins which then you can upgrade your ball. Uh, It's fun. It's just a simple, fun, perfect for an iPhone pick-up-and-play-occasionally game. You have the option to buy things. So it has that uh, microtransactions, which uh, a lot of people hate. But uh, you don't have to do it. And I have not done it. And you can still have fun in this game without doing it. Which I think is sort of the most important thing of microtransactions. You need to be able to play the game. And not use these things, not have to use these things to still have a good time. I, I think that's sort of the underlying philosophy people should have as far as microtransactions, folks. That is the end. <laughs> hey, we did it. I, I suppose we did it. Giant uh, Boulder of Death. I'm gonna go four to five. Yeah, I'm having some fun with it. It is the one that I'm going to continue to play and see if I can max out some of my stats and stuff and get bigger um, balls and invincible balls occasionally your ball will turn uh your boulder will turn invincible which if you've ever been a giant invincible boulder of death uh you know it's a good time good time had by by all i guess not the people getting run over but uh, everyone else uh, yeah the end other than of course to say that it is nice